The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Success Inside with host Aparna. On today's show, you'll hear the stories from the successful individuals that are making a difference in this world. Living with passion, with their wisdom and ideas, we hope that you are inspired. Now, here's your host, Aparna. Good morning. Um, I'm excited here. This is Aparna Sain with Voice America Talk Radio. Uh, I, you are here this morning with Success Inside, and I am happy to talk about something that is um, a, a burning interest and a true passion of mine, which is love in business. What's love got to do with it? And uh, I'm excited because Randall Libero from Voice America Talk Radio, he is the executive producer, and he is joining us this morning so we can, uh, in conversation, uh, to talk and share more about um, how does business um, benefit from love? These concepts, that uh, something that is very foreign to the business community, how does that really actually make an impact? And also, how does that really kind of allow us as individuals to be more passionate, creative, and all, compassionate, all the things that love embodies? So, Randall, how are you? Good morning, Aparna. Welcome and uh, to everyone listening. And uh, thanks for inviting me on the show today. I mean, as we've been developing this program and now you're in your, your initial uh, programs on, on Voice America, it's, uh, it's a subject that it's been a very popular one in our network, but there's never been a show about specifically this topic and the subject and how you're uh, approaching it. So we're very excited to have you uh, on board with us as a host on this program, which is really talking about the things in business which don't often get talked about, which is the sort of human side of, of business because we're all people, even though you know we're, we do business with each other and, and so forth, that a subject of, that takes us back to our, our true nature, uh, which is Absolutely. what you're exploring on this program, uh, is really essential for people to know about. So thank you for bringing this program to us. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's something I'm very passionate about. I've worked in Washington and in San Francisco. And there, as you know, culturally, there are two places where, especially in Washington, you know, I feel like love in the workplace is, is something that is um, kind of actually shied away from. So it's not something that we discuss. Um, it's more of a, you know, and in the business community, I feel it's more of a metrics driven success is, you know, when I was naming this show success inside, um, to talk about more of a spirituality driven success, uh, people said, oh, success has got a negative connotation. It's a word that's associated with metrics and numbers and making more money and, uh, more, more, more. So, so what, what made you want to focus on, on love and the subject of our, of our conversation today? 
Yeah, so you know the 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 real reason behind love is that as I've deepened my spiritual practices over the and and jumped in deeper for the last seven years around, um, you know, kind of awakening my own inner intelligence and guidance and spirituality, I feel that love is an essential part of who we are as humans. Just like you mentioned, Randall, being people is more important than uh, being some sort of a number or some sort of information or statistic. Uh, the human element of who we are as individuals is what makes us come alive. This is kind of where the, um, the juice is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, you know, as a visual, it's like spraying water on a chia pet. You just kind of, the minute <laughs> you open up to love, it kind of opens you up to all kinds of possibilities. So it's something I love exploring in my own life. And um, for a lot of years, I personally um, thought that love or mentioning something like that in a work environment was uh, a weakness, you know, um, culturally, we feel that a lot of times um, working in a more male dominant uh, industries like the financial industry or in, in government, um, you feel like, you know, these kind of showing love is a way of showing a sign of weakness. And so that um, is where, you know, I, I, I tend to you keep that at home or you mention that in different settings, but you don't bring that up in the work environment. Yeah, that that's true. It's something that um, uh, in this day, in this digital age, you know, the as you said, the success is is measured with you know metrics and numbers. But I would say, you know, business is something that we do, and success is something that we create. But love is who we are. It's a, it's a way, of, yeah, it's a way of being. So you can't do things without being something, and that, that's often gets confused with people. They think, you know, be, have, and do kind of thing. Let's leave out the have for today, and we're talking about being and doing. So if you look at it, um, you know, there's a lot of words that get thrown around in terms of this kind of conversation. And because, as you said, people don't really often understand the connection between something like, you know, words like success or passion, and which are so often used in business today. But is there any real, tell us about what the connection is you know, in the reality of that idea of passion and, and success, because passion is more of a state of being, and success, as I said, is something that you do. So wh- what do you feel is the connection there? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's interesting because uh, just as you mentioned, the word passion is used so much. Inspiration and passion is used right. so much in the business community, especially this day and age. We have all kinds of businesses and that are trying to inspire us. Um, and live a passionate life. But, you know, passion is can be achieved by showing up as our complete and total authentic selves. So to be authentic to ourselves, in my personal experience, we have to be allow ourselves to have an open heart, an open mind, an open presence, um, so allowing that opening and flowering as an individual, as a complete human being, in order to do that, 
you have to in order which is essential to have passion is it's essential to be all of you so um you know it's not something where we can show up and uh you know and be in work where we're just kind of like just action 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 and then in our personal lives we go home and that's where we are you know more human so it's nice to see though in this digital age that um there is and there is more emphasis being put on uh, being able to connect. But I still think what's happening is the connection is on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all the social media, which is a very digitized connection that we're experiencing. And it allows us to express who we are, but we are not really truly engaging with our whole true selves. So, you know, really connecting as individuals with each other. Um, right. so I thought- why, why are we not, why are we not talking about this idea of connection in, in, in business? What do you think is, is the, the sort of dropout that it's, you know, we're talking about a technical connection on the internet, but we're not talking about connecting as people. Where do you feel in, in terms of what you see happening out there is the, is the fallout? What are the, maybe there's some of the reasons for that. Yeah, I think one of the primary reasons is because of social media and the connection that we are experiencing electronically, it's easy to quantify. It's measured in numbers. I mean, I can't tell you how many companies measure themselves and how many individuals they've got signed up, millions of users, 3 million, 400 million, whatever the numbers are. Um, And so those kind of things are connections, but they're not really deep and true connections as getting to know the human side of each other. And, and we are also oftentimes, I've seen that the younger generations, people are connecting through um, having these kind of social media platforms. So a lot of our time is being taken up um, on in, internet, on the cell phone, on Facebook. Yes, but we're it not, is. <laughs> you know, and it's, yeah, it's amazing, right? Sometimes we have to make an effort to not be electronically connected and also I think the missing element is the connection with our ourselves so given that we're so busy still we are not always taking the time to really connect with ourselves to unplug and be who we are yeah to sometimes I always I've I've done an interview before I mentioned going outside taking your shoes off walking on the grass sitting your butt on the ground and looking looking at the world around you and having your phone off and not having anything with you technically. And, you know, th- this is something that, that all the avatars and all the ma- spiritual masters have taught, have, ex- you know, told us to do if we want to be connected. Because as you said, since the title of the show is Success Inside, if we don't have that connection inside first with ourselves, then, you know, we're not going to have you know, I think the, the the life that we all truly want to live, the life that we all truly want to experience. And I would say an important word today that often gets left out is the word experience, is what is the experience that you're having on a daily basis with your own, you know, being comfortable with yourself? You know, do you like yourself? Do you look in the mirror and like what you see? You know, I often, there's a lot, there's actually an old, uh, technique in terms of transformation called the mirror technique mm-hmm. where, you, where you're interacting with the mirror and looking at yourself. And I know some people who are, that I've worked with who are former clients of mine who practice that religiously. They do Absolutely. that. They do that every day. Wayne, Wayne Dyer 
talked about doing that every day. I know Dr. John Martini, who I work with, talks about doing that on a very consistent basis and having that conversation with yourself. So that self-connection first is, is, uh, is extremely important. Actually, it's funny you bring that up because that's actually one of the things that I also am a big believer in. Louise Hayes also talks about that, and it's mm-hmm. a principle for self-healing and, and self-love. So that's a whole another, um, you know, that's a, that's a very important part. And it's not until I actually started doing mirror work that I realized how difficult it can be. Because it sounds so easy in theory. We see each other mm-hmm. all the time when in, in our mirrors when we're getting ready or doing things. But when you actually see, see yourself, like truly just take a moment and see yourself, uh, it's amazing uh, how different that feels and has sometimes very uncomfortable too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how the women do it out there. But um, when I'm for a guys, you know, when we're shaving, that's a good opportunity for you to have a conversation with yourself and kind of set the tone for your day. Everyone, you know, how do I take five minutes to do that? Well, you're staring at yourself five minutes, guys, when you're shaving. So there's there's a there's an opportunity right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and all the little things. So even the other thing I mentioned on the connection side is sometimes just taking a day, so having one day of the week where you are not so wired, you know, we don't need the cell phone. You definitely don't need Facebook or Twitter, but um, you know, a one day a week where you kind of unplug and do what you said, you know, walk around. Uh, even if you're just experiencing life from one place to another, you're actually taking an opportunity to unplug and just kind of connecting with yourself. Um, and then we can get to the the shaving in front of the mirror or doing your makeup in front of the mirror. And <laughs> yeah, makeup. There you go. That's the one for ladies. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, you know, and it's it's interesting because in a busy day, it's so easy to. I mean, I see. I'm amazed at how many times I see people doing their makeup while they're driving. Oh God! So yeah. right there, you've <laughs> lost the mirror connection uh, right away. But mirror exercise is one of the best ways to really um, connect and also kind of go deep within yourself. So you know, just having a simple affirmation. Um, uh, like I am open and receptive to all good, you know, or just kind of connecting through a simple affirmation in front of the mirror can be a very powerful uh, transformation tool, just like you said. Yeah, that's true. And one of the things that we often forget, I, I, I sometimes talk about, you know, media and consciousness and things like that. But uh, in terms of the personal connection, in, in ancient times, people, there was a hierarchy. And people had a relationship with themselves, a connection with themselves. And they had a relationship to nature. And then they had a relationship to other people. Uh, you know, their, 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 you know, their significant other or members of their community and so forth. And the last of that was what I would incorporate in terms of a category of media. So whatever they did, arts and crafts, you know, beadwork. Uh, clothing, you know, making their own clothing and things like that. So they made thing which, things which expressed that all those other connections in their lives. And at the the hierarchy of that was, as I mentioned them in the, at, in the in that order, that the connection with media was at the bottom of that relationship with the self and other things. Today, that that hierarchy is flipped on its head, and we relate to each other through media. Instead of, you know, that becomes the primary way that most people today 
are thinking about when they get up, oh, I've got my phone and my computer or whatever, and they're relating to other people through social media or email or whatever, and those other things get, you know, sub, uh, you know subverted lower down. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting uh, look, the way to look at it that I've realized a few years ago that this has happened. But in terms of the evolution of consciousness and the evolution of our relationships, you know, this is something that I think in terms of exploring the other side of how to do those relationships. So I think business is beginning to see the light uh, in, in terms of looking at, you know, like we're talking about today, all that love at work. And, uh, you know, but here's my, you know, we've talked about the, the ideas and the philosophy and, and, and we've explored that in this, in this part of the show today. But maybe in the next segment, we can take a look at what does love at work actually look like, if, you know, in a real sense. We, we can do that when we come back from the break. Great. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll look at that conversation. But before we go to break, I just want to mention that um, you're listening to Success Inside with Aparna. And uh, I'm really happy to be on the show today. We're talking about love at work, and, and we'll be right back, right back after this break. Thanks, Randall. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. Welcome back to Success Inside with Voice America Talk Radio. I am happy to have with me as my uh, guest, my executive producer, Randall Libero. 
Um, and we are talking about love and how to bring love into uh, corporate America. Thanks, Aparna. Um, yeah, before the before the break, we were we were looking at going to, into the idea of exploring love at work. So you know, for men and women, it's different, uh, but it's also something that I think we naturally express. Um, so why don't you talk about from the the women's perspective how you think that uh, a woman in a in a business or corporate setting, uh, or even being an entrepreneur can build relationships with her employees. Why don't we start there? Yeah, you know, and just before we d- jump into this, I wanted to mention the fact that, you know, I personally, from my personal experience growing up in the business community, I always felt very uncomfortable expressing myself as a female uh, or expressing uh, feminine related qualities which is what love is so, so is associated with things like compassion and using the word spirituality or things like that at work because uh, even now uh, while I was doing my spiritual studies I didn't share that with people that I was working with because it just felt like you know, it was kind of considered almost unprofessional or a side that was unnecessary uh, at work. And so I felt like that many, many times over. But um, now I think what's interesting being a woman is that, you know, what makes us unique and bringing love back to the cor- uh, corporate world, part of that is bringing back some of these so-called feminine traits uh, compassion, creativity, um, a love, sweetness, um, you know, feelings, those kind of things would have to be brought back to actually experience some sort of individual, you know, compassion, fulfillment, passion in our lives. Um, and that's an, that's one of the reasons why I love um, teaching this material, because being a woman, it's easier to communicate, but then the value around it is things like, you know, enhanced creativity, better communication, creating stronger leaders. I can't tell you how many times I've had bosses who have, you know, uh, felt like, well, you know, that are very action driven. Okay, what are your results and what are not? But by the same token, I've had some really wonderful people I work for who are then pushing you to um, be, you know, connect with you first. Hey, how are you today? Simple things like, how was, right, uh, right. you know, what are some of the things that you want to achieve in this year? What are things on your personal life that I can, you know, that you want to be have as part of your goals um, that you want to share with us, you know, in a team setting? So a lot of these things around team building, for example, and just getting to know the human side. And I know, Randall, you and I talked about this, the human element uh, showing up in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be something as simple as, like you said, greeting someone and acknowledging them that they're there. I mean, you may think it's, boy, that's something we do every day. It's not often that we really get, you look someone straight in the face and you greet them for the day, mm-hmm. uh, how much that can do for someone. And I yeah, walk in the door in the morning, I always say hello to Katie, who's our, you know, who's our uh, social media person. I see her first when I walk in the door. And uh, just say hi and, uh, you know, ask her how it's going and, and then go to go to over to my, you know, my work area. 
And something as simple as that, you know, every day that I'm doing that, then, you know, we have that connection. That's how we started to have a connection. I just greeted her when I came in in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. So those simple things make such a huge difference. Also, I spend a lot of time working with entrepreneurs and one of the uh, important elements there is the fact that, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you end up working for very little money and you have this dream and a vision that you want to bring to bring to bear. Um, and so in order to ma- do that effectively, you have to be able to inspire others to kind of share in that vision and dream without a lot of money involved. So it's essential for you to have that um, be kind of an inspiration to others to genuinely um, exude some passion and and real have real reasons why you are doing the business. So you know the why element of why the human why element of why you're doing the business. It's not just about you know I want to have something that gets acquired or build a million dollar business so I can kind of work for myself and and. Uh, buy fancy homes. It's more about solving a business problem that um, you know is is essential and and kind of building a larger community and allowing others to be inspired by that so that everybody shares in that vision um, and can you know move forward uh, and, and be inspired, be passionate, be complete mm-hmm. human beings as we show up at work. Yeah, a lot of people talk about that passion is, you know, they want to give back, they want to contribute mm-hmm. something to the world and, and something, but that really begins in the workplace. I mean, how, what's your attitude? Are you, are you talking to people with a kindness? You know, being kind, mm-hmm. I think, is really important and being considerate of someone. If someone doesn't feel well, you find out what's going on, you ask. Um, find out what's, you know, what's going on. If they get a little personal with you, then you know. Then you know. Meet them at that at that in that space. Uh, it's, we do that all the time. Uh, you know, in our office to find out what's what's going on with everybody because everybody doesn't have a good day all the time. I mean, I I consider myself to do a pretty good job at that, but I don't have good days all the time myself. I mean, there's days that I feel a little off, and so I'll go talk to Robert or Sandra or you know one of the other people there, and they'll you know kind of bring me up. Because they feel great and and uh, they say something and and this and they give me a compliment or something and you know that that really feels good and then I then it helps me to have a better day. So something as simple as that we're talked about. This is the way that we express uh, who we are and that we're we're not afraid to allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable and not be you know this wear a mask and you know have this uh, you know like. This perfection kind of attitude, you know, a lot of a lot of our newer executive producers, they look up to me and I say, I just make, you know, as many mistakes as you feel you're making. I'm still probably making it close to that many mistakes. Mm-hmm. So don't feel that you're you're you know, that I'm any better than you. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I always tell people. It's what I learned from Dr. Demartini. The more that we put people on a pedestal or put them in the pit, the more that we feel unequal that connect with each other that we always put people above us or below us and we're not meeting them face to face. We're not meeting them, you know, being direct. And when you meet someone on a direct level, you see them, you look at them eye to eye and you, you build, you're open to building relationship and you're, you know, I have, and that you're naturally curious about people and who they are, you know, being a, I, 
looking at myself as primarily a writer, I see everyone that has a story. And for me, I find it really curious to find out what that person's story is because everyone, you know, had a life before I knew them. And I want to know who that person is. And you get to know who they are for them talking about their their relationships. You know, like, are they married? Are they, do they have kids? You know, what do they do outside the office? You know, one of the great things that we found out about when I got to, um, you know, spend a little time out of the workplace at, uh, you know, like holiday parties, I found out that, um, you know, our network director, Sandra Rogers, she's a singer. I didn't know she did that. She's got up on the, they had a, they had a band there at the place and she got up and sang a song. I said, I never knew you were a singer. And so, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, we, we actually on Friday after work, uh, Robert Cellino and Sandra Rogers and myself, we're starting to form a Voice America band. We bring in our instruments and we play and Sandra sings and Robert and I play, you know, guitar and uh, we have the, you know, electronic percussion. And we and that came from, you know, doing something outside the office at a party where I saw something that somebody was doing. I, I learned something about them. Absolutely. So, so you know, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, and, you know, that brings up a really good point is uh, and one of the more important things on how to actually have heart is the story. So, um, you know, oftentimes uh, we ourselves are not clear on what our story is. And this is where the connection to ourselves comes in. Um, and this is, you know, one of the one of the more important things when we do this as a workshop is what is your story? So, uh, and I do this with entrepreneurs all the time, like what is the your story as an individual? So, you know, like Randall, what is your story? And then going from there and coming up with things that are, you know, are the real drivers, the passion behind why you show up for this job or why you're mm-hmm. building this business. So the story that we have for ourselves, and this is also where when in a lot of, uh, you know, you were talking about Wayne Dyer and so forth, a lot of self-help where we look at what shows up every day for us is the story that we're telling ourselves. So if there are areas in your life where you are not happy with, or, you know, everybody, when I talk to people has professional aspirations where over a year, over time, you know, you go into work and you forget, uh, you know, things fall by the wayside. As I say, life happens and then we forget our dreams and things that we had, whether you're a singer or wanted to kind of exude some other part of your creative being um, in your workplace or in life. A lot of times it's the story we tell ourselves. So on a day to day basis, I mean, I'm amazed how many people go through and say Monday through Friday, hi, I'm showing up at work and I hate Mondays and I love Fridays um, because, you know, I, I get to play on the weekends. Well, why not play all week long? Why not do something where you can actually be inspired and then be an inspiration and play all, all week long and still get paid for it? That is yeah. kind of the new age nowadays. I mean, one of the advantages to media, and I didn't mean to 
earlier go into such a negative uh, opinion of it, but it's the advantages to having things like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, which I love as social media tools, is that we get to share. So I'm always amazed when I look online, how many people are having their own blogs, how many people are, you know, share creative, most, a lot of people I know have created fashion blogs or blogs where they're just kind of sharing their feelings. So that's actually a really good way to connect electronically and still be creative is where you're sharing a piece of yourself online and with others. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So one of the one of the things I noticed about our stories is that if you think about it, the workplace, everyone that you see around you, and if you're listening to this at work, and a lot of people listen to Voice America at work, Look around and just look at the people around you right now from where you're sitting and realize that everyone is there because they want to be a better person. They want to contribute something, but they also all have a story. So wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be a lot more fun to be at work when you spend your all week with these most of your, your that week with the people who you're looking at right now? And why not get to know them? Because that's going to make your day a lot better because this is, these are the people who you're spending time with all week, besides your family or friends, you know, outside of work. So I just look at it from the positive side that, gee, I want to get to know these people better so I can feel better coming here and, I, and I, maybe I can learn something from them or get an idea. Maybe together we can come up with an idea that could change the business that we're working at just from having a conversation and getting to know each other. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's interesting because there I go to so many conferences where, you know, the theme is let's change the world, create a better world, have more passion and all these words. And I and one of the things is that a lot of companies do invest a lot of money around employee development and, um, you know, employee satisfaction. And I've, I've worked for several large companies like Gartner, Ernst & Young and others where millions of dollars are being invested on this and I still feel one of the reasons I, I want to highlight and, and teach this is because um, you know I still feel that love and connecting and the heart element still gets on, on, on kind of un, untouched. So we're spending a lot on um, training our employees and you know and I go to so many training sessions where you go you attend for a couple of days and then you kind of go back to your job so um, you know but training and really creating something where you know you're getting to the all of you getting to know getting and helping engage that connection as an individual um, and inspire that passion is still um, something that you know, I, I think is a big opera need here in the corporate world. So, so with that, we're going to go into into break, uh, and uh, we'll come back in our last segment and talk about how uh, we can actually do uh, more of this as individuals and how we can be the inspiration to inspire others. So, we'll be right back with more of Success Inside with Voice America Talk Radio. What if every day was a good day for business? Because every decision you made was the best choice. What if you could receive regular input from credible sources and could acquire all the precise information you need 
exactly when you need it, so you can make the right decision every single time. Because There's More challenges you to make better decisions. Join Laura Ellis every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel and learn how to think differently for better decisions, better business. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan and co-host Gisela Gonzalez. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. You're tuned in to Success Inside. To reach Aparna or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Aparna at bcorporateyogi.com. Now, back to Success Inside. Welcome back to Voice America Talk Radio with Success Inside. And I am happy to have here my executive producer with Voice America, Randall Libera. Hi, Parna. You know, one of the things uh, that we were just about to get into before the break is this idea about uh, businesses and the challenge of uh, teaching people. Uh, but the focus would be on people. And this program that we're talking, the conversation we're having today is about love. So love or people, uh, you know, I think the focus of businesses today is a lot on leadership development and training and, you know, employee development and all those business terms, but they're not human terms. They're, they're really uh, not talking about love. And you wrote a book called The Right Myth to Right, The Guide to Finding Love. And what, uh, what can you kind of ideas can you pull from your book to address this question about how to bring love at work in a way that doesn't get people, you know, in some kind of trouble, especially guys talking to women. I mean, that's one of the things that that are that men are always kind of concerned about. So, how do you actually have relationships at work and, you know, there's friendly and then there's people who are looking for a relationship at work. Why don't you mm. talk a little bit about some of the where where the boundaries there kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring this up because also, one thing, one key element of this at work is that there, when you mention the word love or like or, you know, a, a simple thing like if a man says to a woman, oh, I, I like your outfit or, you know, I like the color or something like that, one, it's viewed, it's it's considered really odd and also we're in this 
age of, you know, with all the sexual harassment and so forth. Um, I remember for so many years at work, I was given, uh, we, we were mandatorily trained on sexual harassment and what's appropriate and inappropriate to share and say at work. So as an advent of that, I think what's happened, and that was so many years that we've had this training, uh, what's happened is that we don't, you know, we've now shied away from the word love or like even. I like this about you is, is a pretty strong term and can be viewed, you know, especially coming from a man sometimes it can, to a woman, it can be, um, you know, viewed as like misconstrued and there's a lot on um, you know, sexual harassment. So, um, so I guess, you know, there is that sticky space here, but the word love actually, one of the most beautiful things I've read about it in a, from a work standpoint is the, uh, you know, using the word spirituality more as something that invokes the same type of thing. It invokes compassion in an individual, but it's more politically correct now. And also it's not as much love is still sometimes considered a very feminine emotion and it's, it's kind of, you know, gender neutral. But, um, you know, speaking of my book, Randall, I actually wrote a book several years ago um, about finding love. So it's called The Right, Mr. Right, and it's still up on Amazon. But the what inspired me to write the book was that I was in my 40s, and I, I've actually never been married. So, um, you know, I had always felt, uh, never felt uh, a strong enough connection where I actually wanted to marry someone, but then, you know, started looking at this whole concept of love in a very deep sense because um, I still felt a longing to have that relationship and in an intimate relationship with someone. So I started exploring all elements of love. And um, one of the things I learned was how, um, you know, how much time I've spent on, you know, being that successful professional and success-driven individual kind of kept me, even though I'm a woman, you know, we try and separate love from the workplace. And so I became very comfortable in kind of achieving my next goal, but then kind of let the love thing or having those kind of relationships with, um, you know, with a life partner, but also with people sometimes kind of let that be on the back burner. So with that, um, I when I started working on my book, I started exploring the concept of love in a whole another way. And I've always been very into spirituality. So how does that, you know, all come together? And at the end of the day, we say in the yogic tradition, I mean, love is who we are in our inherent nature. So there's not something we're trying to do or become to be a loving being. You just have to be who you are. So, Randall, as we were talking about earlier, you know, with connecting, uh, it is so important to have that connection with ourselves and taking that time to be ourselves because that's where we invoke the love that lies within us. So it's and there are hundreds of quotes on this uh, about how, you know, if you just be um, love is kind of inherent in all of us. And that's where the drive to kind of inspire and be uh, good contributors comes in. So as an employee, we all want to show up and be passionate about our work, no matter what we're doing. 
and also be passionate about and engage with our fellow employees, engage with our bosses. You know, this whole word boss as like someone that we have to look up to is is something that I I totally do not believe in. I mean, a leader is someone who inspires us to be our best selves. Uh, and in order to do that, the leader has to be inspired themselves. And that's a lot of the coaching that um, this kind of work provides. Um, so my book was a great experience for me. It opened up doors I never imagined. Uh, it was far beyond just connecting with an individual at a relationship level, but it was more about uh, actually also about connecting in general with people, whether you're at work or in a loving relationship or you're with your friends. Love is kind of the inherent underlying theme, and that's why a lot of my um, now seminars and so forth are associated with love and also my yoga teaching. So that's like been instrumental. We do so much work around opening our heart uh, from a physical way. And this is a very powerful tool, actually, one of the more powerful tools, especially for executives. So I share this in a work environment uh, because when we put our physical body and allow our hearts to open, it really becomes easier to connect uh, that way as an individual with ourselves and with others. And it's a very powerful tool. So the book opened up a whole another um, element uh, that, you know, is, and in fact, um, there's a the last part, like the biggest chunk of my book is on self-love and connecting with uh, and how important it is to have that love within. So self, whether you call it self, self-love, self-acceptance, being who we are and allowing ourselves to, as I like to say, open up as a flower, um, you know, kind of flowering as individuals and showing up that way in the world. So, so there's, you know, there's a lot around this. And now I dedicate a lot of my, most of my life to teaching that, whether it's through yoga or corporate um, training or, you know, with this show, even allowing my guests to, to bring that out, um, you know, share the human element and hence the name Success from the Inside. Right. Well, thanks for, Thanks for letting me come on and talk about some of the things going on at Voice America. That that was fun because it's something that I don't I don't get to talk about too much. I mean, people don't know who we are as people. They know us as producers of shows and so forth. But um, really, you know, talk radio is about people. So having a show like what you're doing here with Success Inside is really important, and it opens a door for people to see, you know, really what else is possible. Because you know, one of the things I'll just say from a guy's perspective about a woman is we like to meet women who have their act, what we call having their act together. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want a woman who's like searching and looking and constantly asking us questions like we're being quizzed about, you know, our qualifications <laughs> to be somebody, like to be a prize or something <laughs> and like that. And that, that, that turns a guy off right away. Um, so I can tell you from the man's perspective, I like to see women who, who are sort of, I would say, you know, slightly unattainable. Slightly unattainable, not completely unattainable, but it, it makes them very attractive because I can see that they're doing something. They're living their life by their own terms. They're, they're passionate. It's one of the things that attracted me to my wife. I've been married for 21 years because I saw, you know, that she was, you know, that she garnered, garnered respect from the people that were around her. She was a very loving person in the way that she always put herself out there and extended uh, herself beyond 
I said, wow, that she's really giving a lot, you know, a lot of her time to helping other people. And that's one of the things that really attracted me to her. Um, I didn't know that at first. I mean, once I got to know her, I saw that. Um, but you know, when I, when I visited her on a movie set, she was, she was, she was massaging Kathy Bates on the, on the, <laughs> on the movie set of misery with Kathy Bates and James Conner in that movie. And I just saw how the people around her related to her and how she related to those people. And in that setting where, you know, everyone's being challenged to be their best being working on a film uh, she was just a massage therapist, but everyone wanted time with her. Everyone wanted to go have themselves, you know, have some, you know, physical therapy time because she's a professional therapist as well as just doing massage. To be on a movie set, you have to have a pro- professional license and so forth. So, um, you know, that I just watched, I just sat back and watched how people re- were relating to her. And that was like when we knew each other for like about a month or two. And uh, I just thought, Wow. That's, you know, that's, I never met anybody who, who kind of had that aura around them. And that's one of the things, you know, to me that attracted me to her. So, I mean, but this happens anywhere. I mean, guys see that about women. So why don't you say something about that? Because in the workplace, a man will see something about maybe a woman who's the boss or maybe someone who has a position, hopefully that's above him and he's a new employee or, or he's a manager and he sees Something in someone who's, you know, for example, let's take this, let's use this example. I'm a guy who's a manager. Here's a new employee. He's a woman. And, you know, she looks kind of cute, the kind of a thing. That's what he's thinking. But then he sees that she's highly productive. And in the meetings, she has a lot of really good ideas. So, I mean, that attracts me to her. But here, here I am with a conundrum that I'm attracted to her. But I also see that she's really making a great contribution and has really great ideas. What would you say to a situation like that from both the women's perspective and the guy's perspective? Because I know in training, when you go into companies, you talk about this. Yeah. And, you know, um, <laughs> it's an interesting dilemma, right? Because as a woman, uh, especially a woman in a uh, leadership position, uh, it's important to be a professional, which part of that being, um, you know, just kind of staying focused and kind of being an authoritarian rather than, um, you know, than that demure female where, you know, earlier you were talking about not being out there chasing a man. So, um, you know, there's, there's, there are lots of terminology and lots of th- dynamics at play. But I, I guess the, the, in a nutshell, what, what it is, is, you know, in, whether you're a man or a woman, the important element is to be who you are. So you're being instead of seeking. So I also see a lot of times in, you know, especially when I was working on the book, I met a lot of people, a lot of people who would spend time just thinking about, oh, what is the strategy I need to employ to find that Mr. Right? And there's the, the the real strategy is to, as you mentioned, Randall, from your marriage example, is to really be that passionate individual. So have something that you are passionate about, be engaging, be loving, um, and be comfortable with who you are. That is what attracts people to you, whether it's men or women. So being that kind of a, a person um, is where the quote unquote work comes in right so in a people for people who are seeking um, 
uh, a partner, I always say it's important to be who you are to attract the right kind of person to your life instead of being out there trying to go out there and hunting the right partner. Um, and that's one of the most important elements of what I learned from the book is how important it is to when you are being yourself, uh, being the complete self. So not being one person professionally and another person in social settings, but being who you are, being that passionate, loving, smiling every now and then. You know, having things that are joyful, fun, playful in your yeah, life. Yeah, living, living your love. Living that's, your, that's, exactly. your la- that, that's the title of the last segment of your book is Start Living Your Love and, uh, you know, how to do that and uh, that, how to have those relationships where you are living your love and you're being in the present and you're not looking toward in the future that you're going to have this kind of a thing. It's being, being in the now and that's one of the spiritual principles I know that you're bringing to the workplace and, you know, the people right now as we're, we're starting to come to the close of the show – we can continue this conversation. I mean, there's a lot to be covered here. And I know in your future programs, you're going to be continuing the subjects that we brought up today in other, other shows. But, you know, one of the things that now people are seeking out more meaning in, in, in their work and in their lives. And I think what we've talked about today is, is that I think one of the main foundations that I'm seeing happening today are people are expecting, they're expecting a change to happen. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for uh, companies today that focus on compassionate love in the workplace because that compassionate love in the workplace could be a catalyst for that change that people are expecting. And I think that's sort of the last thing I want to say on the show today is that's how important the, that conversation about creating love in the workplace and, and living your love, how important that is. Absolutely. And as we close, I just want to leave with the live your love. So that's a beautiful quote to close the show. And also, uh, I know one little thing I want to throw out there in terms of things you can do this week, live your love. So be really mindful and be connect, you know, be engaging and connect with yourself. So live your love each and every day and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Success Inside with Voice America Talk Radio. And thanks, Randall. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Be sure to catch another edition of Success Inside with your host, Aparna, next Saturday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until the next show, have a great weekend and a successful week to come. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.